Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Remus to his Romulus, Michael Howard. Michael, let's go found Rome. Hell yeah. Our mom is a wolf. Let's do this thing. Yeah, and it's our destiny. We were specifically born for this purpose. Do I backstab you or do you backstab me? Uh, I mean, I don't know which one in like real life, but it'd probably be me. Yeah, doing because it to you. you're Romulus and yeah. I'm Remus. I, I, the city's not called Reem. <laughs> I guess that's true. Damn. <laughs> Is that really why it's called Rome? I mean, I would have to imagine. I didn't really. I only. I know the bare minimum of this myth, and I might only know it because of the Mountain Goat song. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of blew my mind a little bit, though. Romulus, did, Rome. Did, really? Never really put those two together. Huh. Huh. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of a common trope in a lot of those old city names. The person who founds them gets the name. Yeah, but it was not, it's not like Rome Town or like Romanville, Romaville. That's a, it's a, that's a dead, Latin is a dead language, my friend. It, Rome could literally mean, I don't know, Romulus Town. Could mean, that is true. It could mean anything. That's like when I realized as I was watching the opening ceremonies for the Winter Olympics. Uh, that Pyongyang and Pyeongchang are mm-hmm. like almost too similar. Like I might accidentally get on the wrong plane. Similar. I'm and pretty sure you could not accidentally get on a plane not- to one of those cities. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, apparently it just means like city of like right. the Pyong part. Yeah. And so that that kind of blew my mind as well. I'm trying to think of what would happen if you accidentally got on a plane to North Korea and then like you got off and you're like, oh, beans. Yeah, like not from the United States, but like what if I was flying through somewhere that that is friendly? Like maybe you're flying through Russia. I don't think they're that friendly, though. Uh, China. Maybe I'm flying through China. Maybe I, want, maybe I was in Beijing. I'm pretty sure someone, if you, <laughs> a Michael, no offense, honky ass nerd uh walked up to the the ticket counter like one for pyongyang please they're like are you sure about that are you positive let me it's see that passport it's definitely a pyong i know it's a pyong I, and you know, you know what roll the dice 50 50 uh it's so cool my mind my mind is blown by uh City names. Apparently. Yeah, and also, Michael, I am finding out that these two sweet brothers, both demigods, mm-hmm. uh, founded the city on April 21st. Missed that 420, though. Oh. Real, real bummer on that well, one. Well, was it... See, they didn't really have time then. Like, there was no Greenwich Mean Time, so may- maybe it was actually the... It might the twentieth. It might have hit for yeah you know, that daylight saving time. Yeah, might have kicked maybe in. they didn't so, take into account. I don't know. Two brothers just blazed one down, founded a city, and then Michael. I this is very important. Um, they had an argument over whether who would rule the city or where the city would be located. Which again, two people founding a city doesn't really seem like a problem. And then Romulus killed Remus. So and then named the city after himself. Oh uh, yeah, so you kill me because you want the city where it is and named after you well you said you were the romulus to my remus so no i didn't yeah you did i said I, it's not well i don't give a shit yeah who cares hey Either speaking way. of daylight saving time yeah uh i was in a bar last night or on my way out of the bar mm-hmm. and it had closed because it switched from two to three and anyways we're on our way out of the bar and there was some guy talking to a girl like there and he was like 
Yeah, daylight saving time was like invented by Ben Franklin. Oh, and I don't know whether that's true or not, but the guy in front of me was very drunk and he goes, no, it wasn't. Fucking Romans invented it. It's been around <laughs> forever. Read a book. <laughs> and I was like, read one, one book, Jeremy, you dickhead. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is like the guy who was yelling that was not with anyone. And he was just in front of me just yelling into the ether of the night. Yeah. Well, apparently it is true, but also I'm I'm imagining this as like this was this guy's closing gambit to get this woman to come home with him. He's like trying to appear <laughs> learned. <laughs> you know, Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin who famously slept his way through Paris, mm-hmm. which apparently is where he first conceived of the idea of daylight saving time. Um more time yeah. for fucking. Yeah, give me that one extra hour. <laughs> Daylight saving time is every day. <laughs> I, I did I did see someone uh, say that he timed it last night. So when he was making love, uh, the, his girlfriend got tricked into thinking he just fucked her for an hour and 30 seconds. <laughs> ben, my man. <laughs> did it. She put my mind to it and lasted lasted so long, girl. Well, Michael, how was your weekend other than the horrible shift forward? I actually don't mind the shift forward very much. I only minded it specifically this weekend because I was very tired and very sore Mm. and I really could use that extra hour of sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I just didn't go to bed until after the time change, so it was basically the same amount of sleep I would have had. I went to bed like half an hour before the time change uh, and... I don't know. It seemed like a waste. Yeah. <laughs> you should have just stayed up that extra half hour. Yeah. Foolish. Well, Michael, what do you got for me this week? Any fun stories? Well, we do have an update. Oh, that's my favorite. On, on one of our stories. Um, yeah. We actually uh, got an email from a listener. Uh, Lauren, thank you. Uh, a friend of our uh, esteemed colleague, Amos, uh, living out in Seattle. Uh, hey, thank Amos. You. Yeah. Hey, Amos. You better listen this week or I'm going to chop off your head. <laughs> Lauren asked for a, a nice shout out to Amos and he'll get that one <laughs> yes he will so yeah thank you one to Amos for turning Lauren onto the show and thank you Lauren for emailing us with this uh, very good update Michael go ahead alright so yes uh, Lauren sent us uh, a follow up to the story from last week where we talked about human feet routinely washing ashores in uh, Vancouver in the Pacific Northwest um, apparently we're not supposed to be alarmed and I read the article and I'm still, I mean, I still find it alarming. Yeah. I mean, that they're washing up on, like, I get the science behind it, but I still feel like it's, it's concerning. Yeah. So I will say the science behind it essentially boiled down to what I said that the, yeah, you, the, sh- the, the sneaker holds it together. That's very true. You said <laughs> his Jordans are keeping his, his like toesies and stuff together and you, yeah. you killed it. That's yeah. kind of amazing. Um, have you thought about going into foot washing ashore science? Um, I mean, I think I've pretty much nailed down the entire field. I don't really know how much more there is to discover about okay. toesies so gotta, inside of Jordans. It's time um, to hit the lecture circuit then. What yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it, again, though, it will be a short talk because <laughs> those toesies in the Jordans, done. Mm-hmm. Talk over. That's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, I, do, I don't buy the explanation that sometimes people die in the water by either their own hand or natural causes or they die on the beach and then no one notices and washes Forever. them out. Yeah. And like 
I don't buy that. And then again, why is only one leg and one Jordan washing up? Right? There's like no one no one was wearing gloves. It's a, it's Pacific Northwest. You think if they fell into the water they might be wearing gloves? That should hold their shit together, right? Why is there no hands? It's fucking cold out there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't there's a lot to a lot to unpack in this one that I just don't buy. I mean, like, I am glad that I am a, the scientific genius I am. I figured out how shoesies hold footsies together. <laughs> but um I still suspect foul play. Yeah, I, I think they have a serial killer who only chops off feet. Um, well, apparently full legs. <laughs> yeah, or full legs. He's he's graduating. Um, and they're just not, they don't want to admit it. Oh, man, you know what else I just noticed about these pictures? So the Vox article has pictures of each shoe or foot that was found, all, all 13. And every single one except for one is Our Nikes. a running shoe. Mm-hmm. A running shoe, and a lot of them are New Balance, which okay, I guess yeah. makes sense for the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> if you're going to go hiking, I guess, and plan on getting lost, you should definitely wear uh, New Balance running shoes if you want to keep those toesies and feetsies together. Okay, uh, so I will walk back something I did just say, though, because um, two of the pairs, of, like, t- like t- so this picture on the Vox article has... 10 feet in it found Mm -hmm. in different places. And this was all in like the sound around it, not like just here and there. And they did find two pairs, like two full pairs, foot number eight and foot number 10 were linked. Oh, yeah, you're right. And foot number four and and foot number six were linked, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty crazy. Actually, and 11 and 12 also. Okay, it turns out they're all linked. (laughs) So wait, this is Number two and number one. Okay, number two, number one, and number nine were not linked to anybody or seven. Uh, I still find it weirder that they're finding like both feet from one person, yet not a single person has lost a hand. Yeah, and, again. and had it stay intact. Yeah, I guess. I guess again, Mike. Like they must be in that big old trash pile out in the, <laughs> in the middle of the world. Also, you you think other parts like I, I get the explanation, but whatever. Well, Michael, I think we also have another update story for we this. We do week. have another update story. This is this is very rare that we care enough to update ourselves on these stories but it's also rare that we didn't get the story right the first time that's true you know, i guess that's e- a better every point. single time yeah you know every. that's the weirdest thing that you know all the all the news that's fit to speak it's weird that facts came back to to haunt bite us in the ass <laughs> so this time it was uh our intrepid uh drug dealer who swallowed a crap ton of drugs and refused to poop them out for mm-hmm. i think it was going on over 40 days what a hero when we talked last time, well, apparently after finally 47 days in jail without pooping, he was finally released. And by release, that means they threw him in an ambulance and took him to the hospital immediately. Because he was going into septic shock, I assume. he was doing very, very poorly. But um, yeah, Can you imagine, even if you were if you on death's doorstep because you had so much poop in you, <laughs> like you were about to die and still just like, no. I won't. Even in his sleep, he didn't shit. That's that's the most impressive part, right? Like you would, when you're sick, you can do a whole lot to keep it in when you're awake. But if you just wake up from a dead sleep, you're just puking wherever happens to go. You did say puking poop, though. Is the <laughs> I was trying to be nicer about it. I mean, I'll be very honest. I think I was. I think when I was 17 or 18, I had a very bad fever and I pissed my bed. Mm. Couldn't, yes. like, in my sleep. Couldn't do anything about it. Once again, it. it wasn't poop. Nope. Yeah. 
But again, it could have been. <laughs> That's true. If I had had to poop, it would have been. Uh, <laughs> if, you know what? If I had a very bad fever when I was delirious and I hadn't pooped in 47 days. So I. But here's the thing. Yeah. What if, So they took him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Presumably he he's out of prison now. Yes. And he's going to poop mm-hmm. in the hospital. Yeah, if he but shits like, drugs. <laughs> like, I mean, is a doctor patient privilege at that point? Because he's not, sorry, he's not specifically in police custody anymore. They can't just go stealing your body fluids and whatnot. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure if a doctor, I'm pretty sure if drugs came out of your butt in a hospital, I'm pretty sure that's still like you possess this this drug. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think they can call the cops on you unless you're a danger to yourself or someone else, right? Michael, if you. I mean, doctor-patient privilege only goes so far. I mean, I think if, like, if you tell your psychologist you're going to kill someone, they have to call the cops. I'm just I think saying. If, Michael, if I, I think, I think, please, doctors, right into the show, if you shit drugs, <laughs> the doctors have a responsibility to call the cops. See, um, I, I don't agree with that. I just, uh, like, whatever you find up there, Doc, that is that is my property. Just, or... Or no. I don't know how those got there. <laughs> I I withheld from pooping them out for forty seven days. Sure, but I don't know how it was. This must have happened in prison. Somebody definitely put these in my face in prison. You, you can't prove how those got there. That's so. a good point. It's like when you uh, they say if you're driving drunk, um, you should always have an open beer and you just walk out and start drinking in front of the cop because then he can't prove that you didn't get drunk right then. Yeah, they always say that. You maniac. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I've heard that you keep a fifth of liquor in your car and you just chug it. <laughs> um, I, I want to revisit this because I don't think we talked about this last week. Um, Michael, have you ever had the willpower to not do something that you like desperately want to do for more than two hours? I would say the, the most amount of willpower I've shown is probably doing that stupid keto diet for so mm-hmm. long sure like pretty religiously to it even though yeah. i love cookies and desserts so much right i i love donuts and cookies and like i was good on that I, i'll say that mm. but like but you got still, something you still got to eat food i still got to eat food and like it never causes me discomfort <laughs> to not eat donuts like yes. i want a donut but like I'm not gonna hurt. It actually if I causes me more discomfort to eat the amount of donuts I actually want to eat. Right. Um, and which I always do when I come visit you mm. in Chicago. But like if something causes me mild distress or discomfort, I do everything in my power to fix it. I don't actively seek out new ways to do it. I have no willpower when I'm when I'm like hurting. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think though is that I'm terrified of going to prison. Oh yeah, for sure. Like so afraid um specifically for the butt related stuff well just like i i once again the pain i don't want to get my ass beat in prison because like you're so it's gonna hurt right and you're so pretty right and i don't i'm not a good fighter like i'm just like so if he's like i can go through this pain for four maybe he didn't think it was gonna be 47 days but he was like hey i'm halfway there now um but, but he must have always thought he was halfway there. <laughs> right. That's how you keep going. <laughs> but maybe he was just like, look, I can deal with this for as long as it takes so that I don't get my ass beat in prison for 15 years. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. 
shit. But I don't know if I could, if present Michael could not, could deal with that, even for future Michael. I, I will say, I mean, so you, you know, you know me, Michael, you know my history. We talked about it last week. I think if I had, like, given my history of, like, holding in poop, I think I could do it for a very long time. But I don't know when I would hit the wall of, like, it's been too long. There's There's literally a wall. There's no rescue coming. I'm in this by myself, and eventually I have to. I just have to. (laughs) And, like, maybe they'll they'll give me, like, lenience for, like, hey, you you tried real good. You did it. So what if his his lawyer was like sneaking him in something to keep him really constipated? Dude, then I do not envy this hospital visit he's about to have because oh mama. <laughs> All um, right, Michael, I think we've talked about poop enough for this week. For this segment. Get, yeah, for this. Oh god, do you have more poop stories? No. Okay. I don't think um, so. <clears throat> well, let's see, where do we want to go? Okay. Um, sorry, I just read something in this story that I didn't see before. Um, apparently, he Chambers broke a British record for most time spent in police custody, I guess. But the article says, breaking a British record for... Finally, after Chambers went 47 days without pinching a loaf, then there's Jesus. a... The dash and it says breaking a British record for the most time spent in police custody without deucing another dash. The sure. cops caved, which implies that he set a record for the most time spent in police custody without deucing. without like taking a shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's one record. And I was like, I feel like he would have passed the record after like five days, maybe. Yeah, but that's just <laughs> it, such a- it is a very specific thing to do in prison, like or jail, like not shit. And again, I still like, don't understand. Who's keeping these records? Just there's one guy at every single police station in in Britain, just like, oh, he pooped. Thank God, I can go home. God, perfect. Mm. Sorry. Anyways, go ahead. Well, Michael, um, before we get into some weird shit, because uh, obviously we will. It, this isn't quite a what's on Weibo because uh, it's their their neighbors to the east, but uh, I want to take you. To Japan, my friend. I like Japan. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So if you had to, like, if there's one thing that you would just say, like, Japanese culture does really well, what is it? Uh, Probably robots. Yeah, like giant, just fuck off fighting robots, right? Yep. They had, like, Uh, an entire robot bar that had robot shows. I mean, they've built giant, like, Gundam suits already. Yes. Eventually, Japan will have pilotable robot exosuits that people just walk around in, which seems great. I can't wait. But they seem to think that every problem can be solved with robots. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's like their duct tape, I think. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, I want to walk you through a story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start you with the solution, then I'll walk you back to the problem. <laughs> okay. So, last summer... They uh, they rolled out a, quote, super monster wolf, a robot, which is about 20 inches tall, and it, it has, for some reason, gigantic fuck-off red eyes, uh, real fur, and uh, it has fangs, so it looks like a wolf, but it has it's on, like, a, a weird, like, 
tripod of legs. Okay. And it just has like a Halloween werewolf mask and just like a big fur suit body. Um, so it's like a robot werewolf. It's like trans. It's trying it's, to transform from either a wolf to a robot or the other it's, way around. And it's stuck halfway between okay. in this horrible mangled mess of just <laughs> terrible, terribleness. Um, and it... It has a howl that can be heard from more than half a mile away. Oh, okay. So this terrifying red-eyed beast robot thing also can scare the shit out of me with a different sense. Yes. And it's also uh, solar charged. Oh, perfect. So it'll never run out of batteries. Exactly. So this solar charged immovable robot wolf. Michael, I want you to think about why this thing is used. So So it can't be moved. And I think it's more akin to, like, a scarecrow or one of those, like, dumb plastic owls you see on top of, like, convenience stores to so keep... So it can't be moved. It's, yeah, it's it's immobile. So but then what makes it a robot? The fact that it... So it has, it has specialized sensors and solar panels that if it detects certain things approaching, it will let off a massive wolf howl. Okay. Uh, is it, like, protecting... Um like some kind of farm or uh, animals or something? It is supposed to protect the uh, farmer's crops, specifically rice patties, uh, some lettuce, uh, all sorts of things. Rabbits. Not rabbits. Bi- think bigger. Think... Uh, oh, bigger rabbits? <laughs> bigger, bigger f- big, gigantic, <laughs> fuck-off rabbits. Um, Michael, do you do you know the beast what killed Robert Baratheon in Game uh, of Thrones? Oh, yes, a wild boar. A wild boar. Wild boar. Things are nasty, man. Big old fuck off boars. I, I've been saying fuck off as an adjective today, but um, yeah. So apparently, these these quote super wolf saviors, uh, which cost around five thousand dollars each, are being built to confront a worsening wild boar problem in Japan, which have been it has been created by a number of factors. Um, but apparently. More than a million wild boar are now roaming northern and in, in, uh, sorry, increasingly southern Japan uh, because of a mixture of global warming, human retreat from Fukushima, and uh, a couple other things. So where, where were these boars before, though? So they're native to more southern reaches of Japan. I'm sorry. Uh, and they've recently been encroaching into northern Japan, uh, a, into Akita Prefecture, which is a kind of mountainous northern region. Um, and because global warming has reduced snowfall, mm. making it easier for them to survive winter, even in uh, the northern region. And this area is where much of Japan, sorry, Japan grows potatoes and rice and other crops in 2015, uh, caused more than $15 million worth of crop damage, just Oof. kind of moving through stuff. And uh, the number of boar caught has more than grown more than 50 times in the last seven years, from two two boar caught in one year to nearly 100. Mm-hmm. So uh, they fucking, first of all. <laughs> so they've kind of grown into new regions because... Uh, the 2011 earthquake, tsunami, and then the Fukushima like nuclear plant meltdown like made people leave the area for a long time. And as they as they've started coming back, they've just found boar. Wait, these boars were just hanging out near the Fukushima nuclear plant. Uh huh. So they're like radioactive wild boars. Mm-hmm. It's ba- Michael. They're basically anime characters at this <laughs> point. Like they're just 
ready to fuck shit up. Dragon Borzy. Here's a quote. It is not really clear now which is the master of the town, people or wild boars. If we don't get rid of them and turn this into a human-led town, the situation will get even wilder and uninhabitable. <laughs> Just imagine the wild boars rising up, like and, planet of the boars. Yeah, and again, though, and so, Michael, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the anime. I, I'm going to assume you haven't, and I'm probably only speaking to Curtis at this point, um, but Princess Mononoke... Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. You've heard of it, okay. So Probably it, from you and Curtis. <laughs> it opens with a a wild, gigantic boar attacking the town while he's, like, being afflicted by some sort of, like, illness or, like, demonic sort of thing. And the town people have to kill him. And, like, the act of killing the boar, like, infects the guy who kills him and he has to go off on this journey. Um, but, and like, he becomes a boar and then it all starts over this the circle of life. Not quite, but mostly. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a very good movie. You should watch it. Also watch the Movies with Mikey YouTube video on it. It's very good. Mm. Um, but it's basically that movie is what's happening here. We have to kill these gigantic radioactive boar. And, and we talked about this with the craw, the craw moms mm-hmm. earlier. Japan has opted for what they do best. Robots that are, that are expensive and do nothing but like look cool. I was going to say $5,000 for this. It's just, it, you sent me the, the article. It's just basically, he looks like he's on some metal PVC pipe with a couple sensors and then some fur and a Halloween costume. Like, I feel Again, like yeah. I could build this for like 150 bucks. Very much. Yeah. It, and it has just a loudspeaker that plays a wolf howl sound. Yeah, I mean, I can wolf howl. That is meant to, quote, confuse the board. <laughs> um, so this is. But if it's like a hundred boars, you think they're going to give a shit about one wolf? Even okay. if he is like a demon wolf? <laughs> More than a million wild boar. Um, so you're right, though, Michael. Japan has opted to solve this in a very Japanese way. <laughs> yes, it doesn't even run after them. Robots that don't really do anything, <laughs> but again, are robots. Mm-hmm. True. Very, very true. And Michael, I hesitate to say this because it's, it's you know, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. But... <laughs> This, to me, does not sound like a job for Japan. And Michael, please correct me if I'm wrong, but this does sound like a job for the American South. Yeah. And maybe I'm just, I'm in Atlanta. I, like, I see the trucks. I see, you know, the gun racks driving around. But this seems like the right time to let just people go fucking nuts, <laughs> run out into the woods with, you know, whatever they need. Just go to town. For $5,000, mm-hmm. they could just pay a bunch of people from Louisiana... I mean, they deal with giant fuck-off creatures there all the time. Mm-hmm. Very Bring handily. them down to Japan. Just take care of some boar. Yeah. And we have a new cottage industry of J- Japanese-born uh, boar bacon. bacon. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Michael, I don't know if you're familiar with this, and I only know this because I had a buddy from high school who, like, got dragged out into the woods kind of against his will to go <laughs> uh, boar hunting. <laughs> the... Actual hunting of the boar is only one part of the boar hunt. Like, oh no! the The first time you find the boar, you don't kill it. Well, what do you do with it? You cut its nuts off. But why? One, so they don't uh, impregnate and cause more boars. Uh, but two, they get fatter and more delicious when they don't have balls. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the reason for that because they don't have to stay lean and mean for the for the females anymore so they just eat their depression away well i think it's a hormonal thing Mm. 
Um, much like Varys the eunuch in Game of Thrones. It's a little, he's a little chunky, oh, chunky boy. That's a, is that a thing? Um, I think, I think so. I'm pretty sure. But Ooh. I want you to envision that aspect of boar hunting in which five grown men go out or whoever go out into the woods and hold down a big pig but then and you have chop to, its nuts off. But then you don't know when you go out hunting and you kill something, you don't know until you get there whether you can eat that one or whether you just have to chop off his nuts I mean, and come get him later. For the, you just look for the chunky boys. <laughs> I mean, they're boars. Which they again, also makes, to me. again also makes them easier to kill. <laughs> that's true. You, Michael, you, you find the boar in husky, husky boy pants. <laughs> Oh, I saw that one coming out of the Sears Husky Voice section. <laughs> um, this is terrible. Like, this is... Well, Michael, I mean, to be fair, though, like, in their defense, if they weren't doing this, wild boar would be running rampant through our but streets. why can't they just kill the boar when they find it instead of just cutting off his balls and making him suffer first? I, I don't think that... It, it's... It's just, like, they do the same thing with sheep. It's just, like... Except with sheep, they just kind of, like, r- tie a rubber band around them. Really? Like, yeah, at man. least when your dog gets neutered, you know, he gets, like, put under. Yeah. Get some doggy ice cream as a treat afterwards for being such a good boy. He's a good boy. Yeah. Um, I guess. It just seems so cruel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would not <laughs> like it to happen to me, for sure. So your your friend got dragged out to do this? Did he have to participate? In he any wasn't of happy things? about it. I think he I think he helped hold the pig. Okay. And he's a very soft boy, so I don't think he really enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Uh, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. But Michael, it's hunt. It's an ugly business. So, <laughs> so maybe we should just maybe we should just stick to the Japanese and their robots that just scare the boar away, and then until they, I guess, reach critical mass because they just keep fucking and they just overrun your entire farm. Well, that's the thing, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you drive them away, so they they're in a concentrated area and with nothing to do mm. but bone down. That's true. They don't have anything so, to eat. They're going to make a ton of more boars, and then eventually they're going to come running. Mm-hmm. It's Michael, it's almost like if you just keep the boar in an area for like 47 days, and then like <laughs> when they can no longer hold it anymore, after they've been eating the whole time apparently, they just come rushing out in a concentrated torrent and just destroy everything in its path. <laughs> oh, I see what the problem is. There's a cork here. <laughs> also, also, they're full of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay but but we are moving to japan and starting a new business where we sell these things for like half price right oh obviously for okay, sure cool 100 percent. but so apparently a lot of the wolves in this area specifically the ones around fukushima uh are not edible <laughs> or unsafe for human consumption and they've uh since 2014 their population has gone from 3,000 to 13,000. Um, boy and they just continually to just continually continue to kill crops and whatnot in the area. So, yeah, I mean, again, crops. They should be lucky. It's just crops, right, and not Them. human beings. Yes. Yeah. Although, again, they said it's debatable who is currently running the town, <laughs> boar or or people. So they're so, very they're very gentle, kind rulers. They just want some salads. They seem benevolent. I just want rice and potatoes. I just want- which Look, I get it. Yeah. You guys just keep growing this shit. We'll come running through every once in a while. It's <laughs> just wreck shop. And we won't. We won't eat you. We'll let you live here. Yeah. All right, Michael. What you got for me this week? Well, Kush, we might have talked about this kind of in passing a while back. Um, about sometimes we do some drunk shopping. Mm-hmm. Say. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, 
we're definitely not alone. Apparently, America has spent over a billion dollars in the last year on drunken purchases. Nearly, it's an average of $448 per person last year in drunk purchases. Whoa. And what was the number on the total purchases? Uh, the to- the actual total, it said it was over a billion dollars. You know, that's less... Well, okay. Does that include food? Because that's very important. Uh... Because if if we're counting Matibel purchases, mm, mm-hmm. numbers go up. Even though that's always a cheap-ass purchase... Numbers go up considerably. Yeah, but I, I, it might include it might include food, but still, I mean, like you could you could buy the entire Taco Bell menu, and that's like thirty seven dollars. And I and will say bef- before we get really into this, I will say I think banks are trying to help us stop this one because I think I mentioned on the show when I went to New Orleans last year with uh, my friends uh, Andrew and Jen, they froze my credit card at five in the morning for buying a four dollar hot dog. <laughs> Which is honestly the most on-brand purchase probably you had all week. Yeah, I mean it's like, and that like that's the one that gets me. I, I get it's five a.m. I don't. I'm not normally up at that mm-hmm. point. Like, but you got to take the context into consideration. Bank of America. Yeah, like I was down in Florida one time, and we went to the liquor store and bought a bunch of liquor, and then walked over to the grocery store because um, you, you got can't buy the groceries first. All your ice cream gets. It's uh, warm and shit. Yeah. Um, but then they, uh, they they wouldn't let me make the purchase on the groceries. And it was kind of funny. I was like, wait, so purchase like $200 worth of alcohol. And Fine. you're like, yeah, no, it's totally them down in Florida. And then I'm like, <laughs> try to buy some groceries here in the store. Nah. No one would. <laughs> and if anything, that's the like, if someone had stolen a card and then went from like liquor store to grocery store, it's like. Like, no one would do that. So, like, if anything, the groceries are like, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, a good well, they purchase. were like, they just bought all this liquor. I don't understand what they need food for. Hmm. Rascals. Um, and I guess it, in 2017, it's double what it was in 2016. So, apparently, we were getting drunker and purchasing a lot more, which I guess is good for the economy and, you know, all the indexes and stuff. So, yeah, it's, thanks, it's Trump. A good thing. doing it. You're welcome. Um, men spend twice as much as women that, on drunk purchases that, that checks out <laughs> and you know what i think it's obviously like the younger generation does it a lot more because we're used to just buying everything on the internet yeah whereas like old people you're not gonna what are you gonna do like mail into the catalog <laughs> right <Just laughs> <drunk. laughs> yeah i think that's the thing i think and like i can only see this going up because like as people get used to buying shit on their phone and I, I'm on my phone all the time and mm-hmm. if I get an idea in my head I'm just like yeah I'm just gonna fucking buy that because I have access to it at all times yes um I'm you know I'm honestly shocked it's so low like a billion dollars seems very low for drunk well, it's four, shopping. it says 448 dollars per person do some quick math here uh it's How actually like 150 billion oh okay yeah that sorry okay that now that checks out Oh yes, yeah, sorry. It said it has a, it said it ha- they have a billion dollar drunk shopping pro- problem, but what they meant was hundreds of billion dollar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Now that checks out uh, because like it's been a minute since I think I've bought anything drunk, but like the last time I did it, I think I I think we talked about this. Like I bought three hundred dollars worth of stock, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is yeah, you know, not great. <laughs> yeah. See. 
I drunkenly bought something like last weekend. <laughs> what was the last thing you bought drunk? Uh, it was, I was trying to show someone the PlayStation VR and some of the games, but I hadn't, I hadn't set up my, my PS4 yet in the new place. And okay. so I couldn't find the game Battlefront to show because I had deleted it off my, my thing, uh, off my PS4. And I wanted to do the VR rogue, you know, flying the, uh, what was it? The, the X-Wing. Yeah. Um, and so I just bought Battlefield again or Battlefront again, even though I know I have. <laughs> You definitely haven't. I've played it with you. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that was my last drunken purchase. That's pretty good. But yeah, I mean it's it's so easy now. I was I was uh with my brother in law and we were talking about how it'd be really cool if he had jet skis because they live near a lake. And he mm. almost bought a jet ski online, like to see if we could have gotten it like in two days, he probably would have bought one. Just because we were drunk and he had his phone in his hand. Now, it seems like you shouldn't be able to buy motor vehicles, like, online, period. But you can buy anything on eBay. That's so true, So it's like, oh, how much is an eBay jet ski? We can pick it up from somebody nearby. We had a plan. We planned it out. I will say, I don't have that kind of disposable income. (laughs) Nor do I. (laughs) Or credit limit. So I I think my drunk purchases lately have been, like, movies. Mm -hmm. I'm just like... Mm -hmm. And, like, it, it sucks when, like... You hit like the Xbox store or like Amazon and it's like, this movie's not available to rent and it's only $13 for like the HD. It's like, well, I, I can't watch it in standard def. Right. Guess I'm going to buy this fucking movie I'm never going to watch again <laughs> for $20. <laughs> but I've I'm a- so into it. I've actually bought movies that I have on D or not bought them. I've rented movies I have on DVD just because I'm like, I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's uh, it's in a, a sleeve. And it's somewhere. only like three bucks. This this DVD is at most ten steps away, and two minutes of searching for it can't can't no, do that. No, no. yeah. yeah so I, uh, you know, I I feel like it's only gonna get worse because you know soon you won't even need to have your like your credit card on you. Like everyone's I gonna mean, always have their phone or a watch or something. You can just pay with all that. It's just gonna be so easy. I mean, I could literally, no joke, Michael, and it's going to happen because I'm going to say it out loud in my room where I have a Google Home. <laughs> I could just say, hey, Google, buy Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Thank God you didn't get it. Oh, oh man. Hey, yeah, like, like here, I turn on I your could... speakers. Hey, Google, buy a Nintendo Switch. You want to, hold on, you want to say it again? <laughs> no, <it's fine. laughs> but the thing is, like, I could literally, just, like, at this point, I can just speak my drunken wishes into the ether and they will arrive with me being blackout. Like I could say blackout drunk. I'm just be like, Hey, I want this dumb That's thing. true. And I won't even remember it. And then a Nintendo switch will show up at my door. Yeah. Like three year olds can order shit from there. Like and certainly this, my drunken self can. This is the future I want to live in. I want yeah. drunken wish fulfillment to be a real thing. Oh, you know what we should do? We should start a uh, drunk insurance company that uh, protects you against your drunken purchases. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's there's obviously a deductible, you know, and it, it, if it's under, like, $25, I'm not going to fuck with that. But, like, if you thought you were buying something for $50, it turns out it was $5,000. Well, now you're insured. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, just send us money. We'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we could just start a Patreon, Michael, for that. Okay, Michael, I just... we're This is going to close out the show. 
you know how so global warming puts everyone at, at in danger from humans to wildlife you know flooding is out of control mm-hmm. i don't know how you feel but i kind of i always love to see well i don't love it because it's it's horrible to watch but like when like humans can save wildlife in you know, like in danger uh, when like yeah. floodwaters are coming up and like you see like a dog or like some other creature just kind of like stranded like they're fighting like they're holding on to something and like like the guy with the save. roosters in the back of his car when they were leaving uh Key West. Exactly. Yeah. Something something that humans can do to save in like from a natural disaster that otherwise like would just devastate mm-hmm. wildlife. I I love seeing that. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um why do I think you're about to tell me something that questions my faith in all of those things? So, Australia, Michael. Okay, yes, of course. You and I both know that every creature living in Australia is a nightmare concocted of different nightmares ground together and tied together with poop. Um, yes, very much so. And they want to kill you. They they want to kill you, you want to kill them, but you can't because they're stronger and faster and better than mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, I'm gonna I'm just going to send you a link that I just found uh, trending on Twitter moments. So apparently Australia is flooding right now, Michael, in North Queensland, uh, just going nuts. So, all right, Michael, get ready for this. All right. I, I think I'm ready. You are absolutely 100% not. <laughs> oh, no. Why? No. No. Oh, God. Is that a... Is that a dog shaped like a spider? What the fuck? No, it's a dog-sized spider clinging to a tree branch. Oh, why? No, there's... He's fine. So, so the the thing about this, so a giant spider rescued from Australian floodwaters, uh, a woman noticed a spider clinging to tree branches, and I don't know if you noticed, Michael, in the background, there's a traffic cone. Yeah. And this thing appears to be roughly half the size <laughs> of the base of the traffic cone. Um... So just clinging to this tree branch and like the water, first of all, is moving very quickly, but it's not that deep. It's maybe about an inch deep because like there's a road underneath yeah. it. Yeah. Also, so apparently yesterday people saw bull sharks, crocodiles, and black snakes swimming along flooded roads. And then this okay. giant spider was hanging along, I think. This spider can swim, by the way. But this thing would be fine. So he's just wait he's just waiting to pounce on something that can't swim right uh and then it was rescued by locals who took pity on the gigantic spider who again is the size of my fist or larger yeah so okay you know how you feel about frogs Mm -hmm. i don't feel that strongly but like i I don't like spiders and the way they move and walk and nothing is grosser to me than like when you're walking at night and you walk into a spider web because then i just assume there's spiders spiders on on me yeah because did I ever tell you about the time that at our college house that I saw a spider, kind of a decent sized spider, maybe like a size of a like a small BB on its butt, mm-hmm. and I hit it with a shoe and it busted open into I can only estimate was about a billion baby spiders. Yeah, and then I had to burn the house down, <laughs> or I wanted to so badly. So like. It's the oh god yeah I do not don't like them. Also crabs. Yeah. Have you ever seen a bunch of crabs running together? It is unnatural. No. They are unnatural creatures, and they kind of remind me of spiders, so they can both go to hell. Yeah, I I don't 
I think I, I, I'm subconsciously crabs remind me of spiders too, because I don't even like eating them. <laughs> like I get it, but like it's, it's fine, delicious crab meat, but yeah, they don't do it for me because they're probably just big spiders. <laughs> they are just big. They're the spiders of the sea. I think my fear of frogs stems from the fact that, so it was after a baseball game mm. and for whatever reason, so my cousin and I were in the same team and for whatever reason, my dad and my uncle like met at um because they own the business together so they met at my school to just like kind of like talk and and again i think this is where my fear of spiders comes from or not spiders frogs every night because there was a canal behind the school mm-hmm. like probably five or six hundred yards behind the school frogs toads big old fuck off like fist-sized toads would come in and like take over the school like it was they were just full of toads like wild boar style wild boar style and um, there was like they were doing construction at the school. And so there were some cinder blocks lying around. So like our dads were talking. So me and my cousin just like were one throwing cinder blocks around. And then there were hundreds of toads on the ground. So we started throwing cinder blocks on toads. <laughs> and I distinctly remember dropping a block on a toad. Again, I was eight years old. So please don't judge me too much. And its guts shot out of its mouth. <laughs> Like, all of the frog was outside of the frog, which was bad. And then that was on a Saturday night. So I came back for Sunday school the next day. And because I'm a morbid little shit, I went to go see it. And the frog was gone. Like, not just, not like eaten part of, like, the like the frog had scurried its way out from under the brick. But it's Reconstituted its guts and walked away from that. And then I learned that frogs can squeeze their way under, like, door cracks because they can shoot their guts out of their tummies and swallow them again. <laughs> and I think I'm pretty sure that's where my fear of frogs, like, solidified. So like, you, you know what's really, really funny? I tried funny? to kill them, and they walked it off. <laughs> Me and Rachel were joking about your weird frog thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, fuck you. Oh, it's a joke to you? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair. <laughs> I wish I think I was showing her the picture that me and Amanda or that Amanda sent you um and then the the whole conversation that we had on Twitter. But anyways, yeah. um she Fuck made some mention that, about the, the origin story of your fear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think I I don't think he ever told me that. And then she told me that story. Basically, the one, almost, that- yeah, the one you just said and I was like, there's no fucking way that that's it because I feel like I would have heard that before because that is absurd and mm-hmm. insane. And I would probably be afraid of frogs, too, if I saw one shoot its guts out. Mm-hmm. And then eat them again and walk away. Yeah, if I thought all frogs were basically, like, the undead. I mean, can you imagine, Michael? No. If, I can't. Can you imagine if human beings just walked around shooting their guts out of their mouths and then just eating them again and walking away just to get out of a scrape? <laughs> Can you imagine if you were just walking down, like, you were walking around Wrigleyville, and some drunk asshole punched you in the back of the head, and your guts came shooting out, and he was like, oh, fuck, that guy's dead, and then you just ate your guts again and walked away? Although, can you think of any better way to play dead than to literally expel your guts all over the floor? I would think you were overselling it. Like, if I punched you in the head, and you're just like, guts, it's like... Ah, I don't a, think that one much. did it. I didn't think that was a kill shot, but all right. This guy, this guy has really loose guts. <laughs> just all jumbled <laughs> up in there. 
So yeah, and I was like, I was like, that can't be the story. You're, you're, you have to be confusing. talk about irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> you have to be confusing with something else. She's like, no, you have to ask him. And I completely forgot that I was supposed to ask you, and then you told me anyways. I brought it up. Oh my gosh! Because you talked about hitting a spider with a shoe, and then a million more spiders. <laughs> <running> Ser- <out>. Serendipity. <sighs> I think that's what that means. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Nailed yeah, it. Yeah. So I. That's. I mean, I don't know how to get to the bottom of that one, but I'm pretty sure I that's think you my... did get to the bottom of it. And the the fact is that if that's something that they actually do, then you should be terrified of them. And they fucking do. By the way, mm-hmm. that's that toad walked away from that. Yeah. And again, I feel very bad about throwing a brick on that toad. Not really, because there were, again, hundreds. It was biblical. There were hundreds of toads in the parking lot. It was fucking gross. Is, is it all they, Michael, I could I couldn't even get to the Coke machine to get a Fruitopia. That's how bad it was. So it was basically... Also what year it was. Oh, man. Fruitopia, strawberry explosion and awareness or whatever. That was like mm-hmm. the best. Yeah, it was, it was there. Oh, man. But, 20 ounce bottle. So you've seen E.T., right? Yeah. You must have a real, real big problem with the scene where he lets go of all the frogs and they're like jumping on the girl and uh, all running out and everything. I fuck, dude. I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I had blocked that scene out <laughs> until you just said it. I the most uh, wave of nausea just came over me, like just like the gif you sent me on mm. Twitter uh, for, after my sister came at me like a, a real shithead. Yeah, no, whoa, I had completely blocked that scene out of my head. That movie was just on randomly uh, when we were skiing and we were flipping through the channels and saw that scene and my first thought was like, Kush would have died. Yeah. Like the little girl was screaming and getting on the chair. I was like, Kush would have just died. He would have. My heart, my heart would have stopped. You would have spewed your guts out all over the floor and Mm -hmm. not been able to put them back in. No. (laughs) And you know what? I wouldn't want them to (laughs) because at that point. Frogs would have touched them. Mm, good point. And now you're part frog. They're, they're no good to me mm-hmm. that way. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Uh, you got any any closing thoughts or you want to uh, sign off with it? Yeah. I have a couple shower thoughts. A couple shower thoughts. A couple okay. shower thoughts. They're kind of related. Oh, God. All right. This lay them on me. This is from Champs27. I love that guy. It's the best. <laughs> He's a champion 27 times. Uh Because telescopes work using mirrors, we'll never know if there are any space vampires. Oh, shit. Mm. Hmm? Wow. What if there were space vampires? We'd we'd never have a clue until they got here. That's too late. Until they got here or until we got up there. That's even worse. We all think our destiny lies among the stars. (laughs) But fuck, what if they're just there waiting for us? Like, oh, man, I really wish these assholes would get off the Earth. Just waiting here. What if it's like... There's an asteroid belt, right? There's also a vampire belt. You're going to fly right through it, and I have no idea. Fly right through that bad boy. Oh, man. Are those space bats? Oh, no. It's space vampires. <laughs> Shit. We should have known. <laughs> what would a space vampire look like? It would be like an alien vampire? Why has no one made an, made an alien vampire movie where they're like Martian-looking aliens, but they're also vampires? So they dress Martian like looking? Dracula. Michael, break that one down for me. What is a Martian looking alien? A Martian? Break that off. Martian break that looking? off for me. Yeah. Like what is the, a Martian looking? The big heads and the big eyes. And the... Oh, just the grays. Yeah. You think those are Martian? You think the grays are Martian? No, I don't know. 
I don't know where they're why from. You, I'm not a doctor. Why do you, why do you assume they're Martians? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking of Mars Attacks. Um, Fair. And they and and then I thought of the Greys because they seem like less cartoony. Right. So if I'm going to put them in a Dracula costume and make a movie with them, I feel. They- I mean, I, I, Michael. Hey, <laughs> no, no, Tino Shane. The thought, like the image of a gray alien mm-hmm. with like a big red and black cloak mm-hmm. with like fangs. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Very good. I love that. <laughs> uh, what would we call it? Mm. Space Sucks. That's the name yes. of the movie. Yeah. God, it's so good. All right. Uh, so I have one more. God, yeah, Space Sucks okay. is so good. Space Sucks is pretty solid. So good. So this one is to make you feel better. Oh, good. Thank you. This is to make anyone who is worried about the... Uh, the space vampire. Listen, space sucks. You go out there, you're gonna get killed you're by a vampire. Get killed. A big but what if they come here toad. though? How do you get <laughs> back at them? Oh, I I don't know. So, I would say sunlight, but I think sun is in the solar system, <laughs> so I guess not. So this is from Twin Fire. If you drew a dick on a vampire's face while they were sleeping, they'd never find out about it. <laughs> Got him. Mm, and then the some of the comments underneath it are pretty great. Dicula. Yeah, got him. Count Cocula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cox Ferratu. Yeah, I mean, there. Yeah. Vlad the Impaler. That's <laughs> pretty much straight up, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, so. So that reminds me of uh, a pretty... So, Michael, you and I watched this movie with Rachel a couple... Maybe two or three Chicago trips uh, uh, ago. And then, so my roommate Kyle has a movie podcast called K Have You Seen? That mm. is with a friend named Kari. And they just watched uh, What You Do in the Shadows. And oh, that was a good one. So there's a running gag in that because that because vampires can't see themselves in uh, mirrors, uh, they constantly need, one, help getting dressed, <laughs> and two, like, they don't know what they look like, so they, they draw each other self-portraits <laughs> yes. that are always just awful. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's a running gag with like through the whole thing and just like i feel like i would always like if i was roommates with a vampire as a fellow vampire i would draw a dick on their head you would just have like, to yeah it's like yeah you look great yeah nothing going on and because you'd only be able to hang out with other vampires they're not going to mm-hmm. tell you because that's just objectively funny yeah and if you ran into a, a werewolf they would just laugh at you <laughs> and say you had a dick drawn on your face and you wouldn't believe them. it's true you would not yeah. Also watch that movie because it's very Yeah, funny. it's it's pretty great. And then also watch Thor Ragnarok because same guy directed him and it's the dumbest humor in the world and I love it. Any movie that takes one of those like horror movie tropes or or something like that supposed to be serious and kind of like really digs into the nuance of that world. Like what it would be like right. if vampires were just like nerds and like living in a right. an apartment together. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, you see the like the, the action packed parts of the vampire's life but most of the time he's just hanging out right they're just them like killing time right. during the day what are they doing what are they even doing up there i think they're making a tv show about the werewolves <laughs> which i am super like i think they're just like detectives or something which i would be i'm very into yeah no i'm down for that yeah oh okay well can't go to space can't stay here I guess we're done, Michael. I guess, I, guess, I guess that'll do it for us on this week on Trends in Low Places. Yep. Can't go anywhere to be safe. It's either to- yeah. it's to- togs. It's frogs. Frogs, frogs or vampires, uh, pretty much as far as the eye can see. Or can't see in this case. Mm. Hmm. Well, shit. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Uh, if 
Everyone, if you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. And uh, i also like to give a, a nice thank you and shout out to Discover Pods and also listennotes.com for giving us uh, two nice write-ups and interviews uh, in this last week. I think we shared some of those on our Facebook page. Um, and you can find out more information as soon as I get up a blog post this week. Um but you can find out more information there. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, very similar to how Lauren did, uh, you can email us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Uh, we read every message we get. We love to hear from listeners, whether they're sharing a story or sharing a message to another listener or just uh, want to say hi. So, uh, you know, reach out there and uh, we will get back to you. And Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you know, and, and speaking of people emailing us, uh, once again, I just wanted to thank you know, Lauren for sending and uh, telling us to give a shout out to, to Amos and Amos, we like you being a good sport and for being such a good sport. Uh, there is a, a pair of jean shorts on its way to you, courtesy of uh, Tilp. So you enjoy those, buddy. I think he's graduated beyond the jean shorts. I think I think he's grown out of them. And if he hasn't, that's fine because you're getting them anyway. <laughs> But anyways, you can also find us on uh, Twitter at TILPcast, uh, on Instagram at TILPcast, and on Facebook. Um, I think you can go slash TILPcast there as well, or just search Trends yeah. in Low Places. Um, please follow us, uh, become a fan of our page, and please retweet and uh, repost when we post about our show or any of the interviews we did. It's really cool when you guys do that and uh, we get to reach a lot more people that are just beyond our, our small group. So um, yeah. Thank you everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then also uh, one last thing, if you like this show, you probably also like another show that Michael and I do with our uh, good buddy Curtis called longest days of our lives where we watch every single episode of uh, the hit show 24. Uh, We are Back in action after a slight hiatus, uh, we are nine hours into uh, day two, the second longest day of Jack Bauer's life. And uh, even if you've never seen the show, I think we've heard from other people that you will like this one. We just kind of goof off and uh, just make fun of the very, very dumb shit that happens in that show. So <laughs> Mostly the bad technology. It's so... Well, some of it's pretty good. Like, I want all of it. Yes. Which I think makes it good. Uh, all right, Michael, uh, any closing thoughts for us, or should I find a shower thought? Sure, I have a closing shower thought for you. All right, lay it on me. It would be really unpleasant for snakes if they had nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Talk about chafing. Mm. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. Ha 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 ha!